Yes. Because if you were on a fixed salary, it kept on going down and there are a lot of problems. But at that same time, people were so focused, of course, you know that. Please, let me just deliver you from something that leads to poverty. Identity with the masses. Identify with the masses must be for help, for help. That is like, let me just remember that people are suffering so I can help. But not that we masses are suffering. Now go and join NLC protesting against everything, whether reasonable or not. You know, most of NLC protests don't make sense. I hope you know that. They just have to protest. Like somebody said, this is how the protests go. One boy came one day. He said, the protest is over. He said, hey, I miss the protest. I miss the protest. Yeah, you put in coming for the protest. He said, what was the protest about? <laughs> that is how people protest sometimes. Listen to me. Don't join. Don't have that mental identity with masses. That me- don't have it. I'm, it doesn't mean you are rich now. You understand my point? Just don't have that mental identity. I'm one of the masses. You are not. You are special. Somebody say amen. amen. Joseph was in prison, but he was not a normal prisoner. You know that. Why am I saying this? Why people were there complaining every day about how things were bad in the country? That was the first time. That was when the part of the policy that led to structure, that's part of the structural adjustment program policies was liberalization of the markets. Before, to export goods, you had to go through commodity boards. But now you could just buy your cocoa, coffee, corn, anything, pack them in bags, walk to the port, load them on ships, and send them anywhere. But people were so busy shouting, 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 they did not know that. All salaried, salary earners, things went down. Once we were on a fixed income, I was there then. I was a young boy. I was growing. I was in university when this was happening, so I was old enough to understand. But people who were not fit, that they who could move around, think, get things done, started. That's when Nigeria started having private banks. They started having private this, private all kinds of things started springing up. Economy began to, you know, fire on. But those were there waiting for government, the redeemer, the savior. Government, the El Shaddai. Government, the deliverer. They kept on waiting and they were getting poorer and poorer. Are you getting my point? Every challenge in life creates what? Opportunities. If you magnify God, he will let you see your own opportunities. That's what I'm preaching. That's how we handle difficult times. Look, listen, like I said the other day, how we handle temptations, it is written. The principle of it is written means that I don't have to do too much thinking. I just think on God's word. For example, there's a problem. I just look and say, well, it causes prosperity to flow towards me like a river and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. How will it come? I'm not the spirit of God. What is the job of the spirit of God? They say when the mouth of God commands, the spirit goes out to what? Gather. So my own is just to give voice to what God has commanded. And I start watching as the spirit is going out to gather. The spirit now starts leading me bit by bit. Do this. Do this. And listen, let me just say it again. Stop waiting for whisperations. You know what's whisperations? It's a word I coined while preaching the word of God so as to make my, my teaching clearer. Christians like whisperations a lot. And they think it is inspiration or the spirit leading. Say, so a voice said to me, listen, those voices come once in a while. 
But listen to me, most times that they come, you don't even know. They just, when Holy Spirit wants to move you, it just moves you like normal. It's just like go to work. An idea just comes. Somebody just tells you, you can do this. You can say, hey, we can do it. Let's look at it. Many people will pray and say, God has not yet spoken. Listen to me, God has spoken. It didn't sound so clear. Get up, leave the place, and start doing things that are, if I say this, some people may misunderstand, but it's the truth. Start saying things that are reasonable to you. I don't mean to everybody. The man of faith is not the person who does stupid things. The person of faith is the person that does what he or she is convinced is right and can explain to himself and people who are spiritually discerning. But the general population may think it's stupid. I don't know what I get my point. If what you are doing is stupid to you, it is stupid. It's not faith. If to you what you are doing doesn't make sense, say, I'm just walking by faith. Don't do it. You're not walking by faith. The man who's walking by faith is convinced. The Bible said concerning Jesus Christ that he himself knew what he would do. When, when, listen, go and check it. They said, what is available? How many people are there? Thousands. Is there food available? None. Apart from the one one little boy has. What's there? Five loaves, two fish. What do we do? He asked them. They said, ha. I don't know. Philip, what do you think? Even if we have money, which we don't, even if we did, who's going to bake the amount of bread this we need to eat in the next few hours? The Bible says he himself knew what he would do. He said, have them sit down. To the disciples, it was odd. But, but to Jesus, it was not. It was totally reasonable. What he was doing to him was, sens- was sensible. Faith is not senselessness. It is a man who is observing you from outside that thinks you are senseless. You that's doing it, you don't think so. You know what you are doing. You are convinced of what you are doing. You know it is right. You know it's the proper thing to do. It does. It is it, just that it does not make sense to the other people who are not walking by faith. Anybody saying I'm just doing this by faith is not walking by faith. It's walking by foolishness. To the man who's not walking by faith, he's walking by what he thinks is common sense. I don't know what. what you yeah, get my point. Yeah, the, these parameters. Let me give an example. Very practical example. Assuming now you give me five million naira. Okay, let's say big, big, fifty million. How you share that money? How I, okay, how I use the money will be my expression of faith. If I say, all right, this twenty-five million, I will invest it so that when my children want to go to school, I'll have money to pay. The university, you know, advanced school. I am doing what... Now, let me give you bankers' perspective. That doesn't make any sense. Why? Because the Bible says, do not take any thought for the morrow. So let's as I finish any money, I do this, I spend most of it, I give this, I give that, I do this. I, I didn't say, which one do you keep aside for your children? He said, which one are my children? He said, they are eating from my portion, they are at home, they eat, I'm buying bread, we are going home. He said, no, no, what about tomorrow? I said, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Why? Because the Bible says, you see, I'm giving the Bible as an argument. Like, okay, look at this diet thing. People say all over the time. They're all over the place. Diet, diet, don't eat, don't eat that. You know, when they, say, when they start saying don't eat it, once we were in my convention, they were serving food. We eat real communion. So that when we're eating pap, amongst other stuff, somebody asked, how many cubes of sugar or tea, something like that? Said, no, 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 just one. I said, one? He said, you know, sugar, as I just heard the person starting to talk, I reached for one cube, tossed into my mouth, you know, a cube of sugar. And crushed it and chewed it and swallowed it. I said, That sugar is good. How can you? Ah, ah, 
had my reasons. I, I, I don't have time to discuss it now. I don't have the time now. But the point I'm going to make is that I explained to them that what is wrong with all of you? That you are solving a problem you don't have. Yes, listen. The American says don't eat sugar. You should go and see the problem he has with sugar. That's number one. I said, but number two, the Bible says we should eat with thanksgiving. I said, based on that principle, that's when they say, I said, for over 30 years, they said fat was bad for you. You remember that? If you eat fat, your heart will have a problem. If you eat fat, they tell you that um, um, uh, fried food is bad. Which, one, which other one is bad? Butter. Butter is bad. The fat inside milk is bad. Egg yolk is bad. I said, two years ago, they said, we are sorry. It has been a mistake. We have lied to you for 30 years. Many people don't even know. <laughs> it is now proven that the fat inside uh, cheese, the one inside from, drawn from milk, all right, is now known to protect the heart from heart disease. That was discovered maybe like two, three years ago. Then I said, okay, what has been the problem? They said, sorry, the problem has been sugar. We did not notice. And you want me to believe it? So you come after 15 years and say, Pastor Banky, sorry, sorry, come and take your sugar of 15 years. <laughs> you know what's killing all of them? I'll, take, I'll give it to you. One, ingratitude to God. Self-indulgence in everything. They, listen, these people will never study whether if this men sleep around, they will have a disease. They won't study it. You know why? Because if they study it, they can't sleep around again. They won't study that. They will not study. They won't study it too. But they say they did eat sugar. Many of them eat their sugar in their girlfriends' houses. And that's why they are dying. Not from the sugar, but from where they ate it. Please, I hope you are following my point. So when I tell you I'm walking by faith, it's not as if I will just shoot myself and I know nothing will happen. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that I have used the word of God to reason. And I say this way of managing my money is the one that is in agreement with God. So your mother will counsel you that doesn't make sense. But to you, it makes sense. Your brothers will counsel you that doesn't make sense. But to you, it makes sense. In fact, the thing I wanted to use earlier was the first time I went to the American embassy. I've told the story many times. Where's your account? I gave it to the woman interviewing me. She looked at me like this. I said, what is the problem? She said that there's no money in your account. I said, you asked what was a salary account. And yes, I told you it's a salary account. I've earned the money, I've spent it. Those were my words. I'm not exaggerating. I've not added anything. I've not removed anything. She looked at the papers and crossed her arms like this and dropped her face. And I said, what is the problem? She said, your account, the balance is too low. I said, you asked me whether it was a salary account. And I said, yes. Salaries are paid into it. It's been spent. And I said to her, I said, listen, I could have beefed that thing up just to impress you. I said, but what would be the point? I brought it just to show you that I worked somewhere. The lady looked at me like, this is one Nigeria. Honestly, she was looking at me like that. She now said, that's why I'm telling the story. He said, what about your children? I said, I'll put the money for my children in this account. I don't know whether you get my point. I look at the girl like, or the young woman. I'm not going to put the money for my children in this account. I said, I told her, don't worry about that one. They are well taken care of. Just forget it. Literally, that was all the money I had. I didn't have money locked up anywhere. 
I've told the story before. It was accidentally that he hit 100,000. It was 30,000 that I came with. It was mistakenly. That morning we went to print the balance. I saw 70,000 on one of my accounts. I said, how did he reach there? It was when I came back from the visa interview, which was granted, that I, 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 I would look and say, whose name is this? I now called one brother. I said, is that your friend's name? He said, yes. Okay. Let me have his number. I now called him. I said, why well, do you want to pay money into my account? He said, yes. What is it for? He says, for Kingdom World. I said, okay, next time, ask me for Kingdom World Ministries account number. He sent us 70,000 naira. But mistakenly paid it into my personal account. And I said, next time, ask me for Kingdom World account number. We have an account. All right? But that was how come my balance hit 100K. And I told the young woman, listen, I'm not here to impress anybody. In my mind, if you don't want to grant the visa, I go back home. Like I said, the story, story many times before. It was that morning, as I was about to leave the hotel, I stayed in Abuja. I, I went to an interview in Abuja. It was about to leave the hotel. It dawned on me that I had not asked God for the visa. I had not prayed about it, not about fast and sow seed. Seed? I will sow my seed to come back home in one piece. <laughs> what do you shoot me? In the... <laughs> as I was about to leave. I still remember that day. I was, I was dressed up, you know? My tie, everything. I was about to leave. I just said, Banky, you haven't prayed about this matter. Oh, I now dropped my things at the edge of the bed. So that prayer, I said, it's standing. I said, Lord, I just realized I have not asked you for this. I said, I really want to go for this course. I was going for a course. I said, I really want to go. So I'm asking you to grant it. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. My first prayer, the interview was at nine. This was around seven. You're talking about faith. Faith does not mean I behave stupidly. Faith means I am convinced my stupidity is reasonable. It is you observing it that I think is reasonable. That young woman thought I was unreasonable. But I was persuaded I was being reasonable. Why? It's in the word of God. Why am I saying this? When the spirit of God, when the word of God goes forth, his spirit goes out to what? Gather it. And I was saying what the Holy Spirit starts doing, he starts leading you, prompting you. You start saying things that to you are reasonable. You're not acting foolishly. God does not believe in gambling. Faith is not gambling. Faith is not that I will say I will not bow. Let me see whether they will burn me or they won't burn me. Faith is I will not bow. Burn me, I am ready to die. Those boys were not going there to say, just watch. They didn't kiss their wife, say, oh, sorry, we'll see you in the evening. This man just threatened me. Leave him. They told their wives, bye-bye, see you in heaven. I don't know whether you're getting my point. It was when God changed his mind. He just said, okay, we didn't die. Okay, maybe there must be work to do. Let's go on. We're still not bowing. I hope you understand. <laughs> Please, I hope you get my point. So when the mouth of God commands, the spirit goes out to gather. What do I just do? I just continue to magnify God. There's economic difficulty. I refuse to be afraid. I refuse to be scared, I refuse to give the name of the Lord to any other thing, even if I'm flat broke. What about your job? My job is not God. Let's rest our feet. You know what I want us to do? I want us to magnify God again today, especially concerning economic matters. My reason is because every day, people, you know, every day you get the report. Dollar is now 320. It's 315. No, no, it's 318. No, no, no. I saw yesterday it was 319. Argument on whether it's 3 something. 
They argue, you know, people are going to say, what's going to happen? And the Bible said the heart of people fail them when they see the things that are coming up, coming upon the earth. He said, but you, straighten up, lift up your heads, your redemption draws near. Are you getting my point? Let's call God his proper name again. Say, God, you are the chief economist. You are the one that determines the economies of the earth, of the nations. You are the one that provides for your children. The economy does not provide for them. You provide for them. Begin to call him that those names. What is his name? God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Savior. Let's start with that. Say, Lord, we'll call you Savior. We declare that you are the one. Jesus said, take courage. Do not be afraid. It is I. If you know who he is speaking, fear will leave your heart. It is when you think that it is the, all this is happening around that decides your destiny. That is when you become afraid. Jesus said, take courage. It is I. Say, God, it is you. Say, in the midst of the storm, it is you. Speak to him. Call him. Say, Lord, it is you. It is you. It is you. You are the king. You are the Lord. You are the provider. Call him that name. Say, Lord, it is you. You know, Jesus came and said, it is I. Do not be afraid. Everybody say after me. Say, Lord, Lord. it is you. Say, Lord, Lord, it is you. you. Therefore, Therefore, I am not afraid. I I take courage courage because it is you. You You are the provider. You are the the king. You are the the Lord of the nations. You are the Lord of the the economies. You are the the provider for your children. You You provide for the birds of the air. You You dress the flowers of the field. field. Say, Lord, it is you. Therefore, Therefore, I take courage. I I receive courage. courage, And I am not afraid. afraid. Say, Lord, because it is you. you. Say, Lord, you you are my helper. helper. Notice that. Once you know it is him, you will not be afraid. Say, Lord, you are my helper. Lord, you are my my job provider. Lord, you you give me direction. You are the one giving me direction. Say, Lord, it is you. It is no one else. It is no one else. It is you. It's not my connections. It is you. It's not my certificate. It is you. I will not take your name and place it on the vain thing. Say, Lord, it's not the dollar. It is you. It's not the naira. It is you. Say, Lord, it's not the president. It is you. It's not the CBN governor. It's not their policies. Say, Lord, it is you. Say, because you said, it is I. Be not afraid. Take courage. Therefore, I receive courage. I, I am not afraid. I receive courage. I am not afraid. I am not afraid to do my business. I am not afraid to sow in the land. 
it's very important we get that point. Isaac sold in that land. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, I was talking to one of our brothers the other day. We're just looking at these things. I said, you know what's going to happen? I said, two groups of people are going to be created at this time. Those who make the right spiritual choices and those who make the reasonable human choices. I said, when this season is over, those who go the human reasonable way, they will end up poorer than before. They will be wiped out. But those who make the right spiritual choices, are you getting my point? When the economy shifts, when things turn around, they will be better situated, better prepared to receive a release of God's blessings. Hear ye the words of the Lord. He said, once again, I shake the heavens and I shake the earth. I will cause prosperity to flow into this place. Are you getting my point? Into your life, God is going to cause prosperity to flow into it. He said, behold, I cause prosperity to flow towards you like a river. And the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. I say, God will cause prosperity to flow towards you. In the name of Jesus Christ. He said to Isaac, so in that land. When he said it, people were still running. When Isaac began to obey, people were still running. But like I said, Isaac was not gambling. Let me sow in this dry land. Let me see what happened. No. He had a revelation. God said, sow in that land. The Bible says in the same year. This is what I believe. Rain came. It's not as if the thing grew without water. But land was cheap. Everybody was running. He bought land cheap. Leased land cheap. And finally planted when there was no water. But because he planted, God said, I will pour water upon the seed that you sowed. Are you getting my point? That seed that the, the man sowed, Isaac, the seed that he sowed, God poured water. By that point, it was too late to start planting. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Isaac had already gotten ready. And that was the reason why in the same year, he reaped a hundredfold. And the man was great. And he went forward. And he became rich, the Bible says, until he became exceedingly wealthy. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. That is the portion of those who are not afraid. Say, they can say, Lord, it is you. Lord, it is you. Therefore, Therefore I, am I am not afraid. Say, Lord, it is you. Lord, it is you. Therefore, Therefore, I take courage. I, take courage. I, receive courage. I receive courage. I receive boldness, I receive boldness. to invest in my business, to, in my business. To, go my to go about my work, to go about my business, to, about my business. to manifest righteousness. To manifest I receive boldness, I receive boldness. To, sow to sow in that land. I know I will reap a hundredfold. I am not afraid. Say, I am not afraid. In the midst of my storms, it is you. In the midst of the troubles, it is you. I call you by your name, the provider, the holder of the economies of the nations. You are the sovereign God. You are above the central banks. You are above the oil producers. It's important. People think OPEC, you know, the other day they said that um, <laughs> price recovered a bit because they think OPEC is about to slash production. I don't believe they will. <laughs> That's just my personal opinion. Then price recovered a bit. So people now think OPEC is God. OPEC is not God. You know the only reason why the international price of crude went down? Only one reason. God said to one angel, break the staff of bread. That's all. There's nothing. There, there, there was not. All these other stories are the reasons why Peter sang. God just look at one angel. Say you. Go down. What do, what do I do, Lord? Bring the price down to. Where do I stop? Um, the Lord just okay. $22. 
As they go, no, 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 let it wobble little by little. <laughs> little by little. When they get to this, let it bounce back up. At the appointed time, it will go where it's supposed to go. Are you getting my point? Yes. And don't even say, God, I believe it will go up. Why? What's your business? I don't know what I get the point. It's, you all that I believe, I believe is because you, are, you have hope in it. Listen to the word of the Lord. If it goes down, you will prosper. Amen. If it goes up, you will prosper. Amen. If it goes left, you will prosper. Amen. If it goes right, you will prosper. Amen. If it vanishes, you will prosper. Amen. If tomorrow they say there's alternative energy, we don't buy and sell crude anymore or any, uh, what they call, carbon-based um, fuel, uh, fossil fuel, or any fossil fuel. Mm-hmm. Like they say in Hausa, in Arwana, Benzaniba, I don't know what is going, it doesn't concern me, but I will still prosper. Amen. Are you getting my point? Declare, say, I, I will still prosper. Will still prosper. Because, it because it is the Lord. It's not OPEC. It's not, it's not crude oil. It's not, it's not refined oil. It's not refined. It is the Lord. It's, the it's not the economy of Nigeria. It's not the economy of America. It's not the economy, it's not the economy of China. It's not the economy of Europe. It is the Lord. And He is my Father. And He's watching over me carefully, affectionately, like the apple of His eyes. It is the Lord. Therefore, I am not afraid. I am not afraid for tomorrow. I am not afraid for my children. I am not afraid for tomorrow because my God is in charge. It is the Lord. I have courage. I, have I, am I am not afraid. Say tomorrow, tomorrow I will go out I will and I will conquer. I will Next year, Next I will go out I will go and I will conquer. I will because of me, because my, of environment me. Will my environment will prosper. I am a blessing, am a blessing to the environment. I am so blessed. I am a blessing. I am helping other people. I am not waiting for help. Because my help comes from God alone. Say, it is the Lord. I am not afraid. I will not lack. I will not die. I will not be sick. I will not die. I will fulfill the purpose of God for my life. Because it is the Lord. Say, because it is the Lord. Let me pray for you. If you are sick, any part of your body is hurting, all of us, let's... I repeat this together, but I'm particularly praying for anybody who says I have an illness or anything. Put your hand where it's hurting you and say, it is the Lord. Is the Lord. Everybody declare together. Say, it is the Lord. Is the Lord. He has healed me. It is the Lord. He has forgiven me. It is the Lord. He nailed my sickness to the cross and Jesus took it away. It has been buried. My healing has resurrected. Therefore, I declare I am healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I am healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Because it is the Lord. That's it, you are healed. You are well in the name of Jesus Christ. As you go out, it is the Lord. He's the one watching over you. He's the one keeping you. Safety, remember we said, is not the absence of danger. It is the presence of God. Therefore, I declare to you, the Lord is with you. Amen. In your going out and in your coming in. Amen. You know the truth? Do you know his angels actually walk around with you? Yes. Literally. They do. Mars Morrow in his day said, goodness is the name of an angel. And mercy is the name of an angel. 
So when it, that's why he said, goodness and mercy shall follow me. So there are two angels. I can imagine what they look like. I don't think they are normal angels. I think they are commanders. So when goodness and mercy they are walking with you, other guys are walking with them. Goodness is going with you. Amen. Mercy is going with you. Amen. Jesus said each person has a specialized angel. You know that. So let the children, little children come to me. He said, they are angels. They are angels behold the face of my father. I like one thing Ken Hagen said, the Lord said to him, once they had a vision, and he saw two angels, two guys, you know, standing behind the Lord. He said, the Lord was like normal heights, you know, the way it was on the earth, you know. He said, but these guys were big. He said, one of them, his head was almost touching the ceiling of where they were standing. Big guy. And I believe it's scriptural. When those sons of God came down to the earth, they began giants. So he said, he kept on looking. After a while, I asked the Lord, who is that guy? They said, who's that big fellow? And the Lord said to him, that's your angel. He said, my God, that's nice to know. <laughs> this big guy is my angel. That is very good to know. Like, you know just like, Man, this guy is following me about. I like him. <laughs> you have an angel following you about. You are never alone. Amen. Are you getting my point? You are never alone. Amen. The angels of the Lord they encamp around those that fear him and deliver them. You are delivered in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have you ever asked yourself, who taught Adam how to cook? Who taught Adam how to smelt iron? Forget all these things that scientists discuss as if uh, the, 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 the ancient man it was a hunter-gatherer. Those were sinners. Those that God punished. And then they flee up and down. Vagabonds. Descendants of um, uh, Cain. They are the ones that sense left their head. The original ones that God made, Adam and Co. They knew how to smelt iron. They knew how to dig. Like God was in children of Israel. So from the earth there, you can dig copper. They knew how to dig copper. Adam and the descendants, they were not... People just move, moving around, moving. Say, no, why are you not dressed? What is dress? <laughs> no. The reason why they didn't wear clothes is that they were covered by the glory of God. How did they know how to dig iron? Smelt iron. Iron doesn't occur naturally. Like it occurs as ore. How did they know how to smelt iron out of the ore? I will tell you, because they were not alone on the earth. That's that the Lord used to come down and they could hear the sound of his footsteps. The spirit of craftsmen, the spirit of the craftsman was with God. An angel came and taught the men how to do these things. So this is how you build. This is called brick. Do you understand? Yes. You mix it like this. You would do this. This is how you do They went to school, learned physics. All of this. They think that they are making discovery. It's because sin. sin. You know what they call sin? Sin is very wicked. When men sinned, they became short of God's glory. God's school, they, they, they couldn't understand what God was saying. You are not alone. When you are in your house, when you hear some doors close, it's not just breeze. And some say evil spirit. The evil spirits are allowed to do only one thing. They come. They come to your house. You know that. You don't know they come around. How do I know? They even go to heaven, so their God is not afraid that evil spirits is coming to your house. It's a big deal. They don't do anything. People think that they will come. Hey, I'm going to get somebody. They don't do anything. Oh, God. They don't, they don't do anything. You know the only thing they do? They tempt. 
They say, eh? Is that not your food? Somebody ate it. In this house, a man like yourself, it's called the spirit of pride. I want you to believe it. I'm more important than everybody in this neighborhood. That's what the devils do to you. They make your hair swell. <laughs> so the, but the angels, they come, they sit down, they watch your house when you've traveled. They beat people. When angel beat you, you will know. <laughs> you say, how do I know? Go to read this Bible. Revelation, who was destroyed? Uh-huh. Go and read it. When the angels arrive on horses, you hear one third of the earth will die. An angel came. Oh, you see, you thought I was joking. Who destroyed 125 soldiers in one night? One, not two. One night, 125,000 Assyrian soldiers died. How many angels? One. The firstborns in Egypt. Was it a demon? 70,000 Israelites when David sinned. Who did it? That one, David even saw him. And he had the sword. And the guy was like, hmm, now don't repent. <laughs> Listen, if I say this, you know the pastor, what do you mean? The truth is that angels will kill people for your sake. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you didn't say amen with gladness. Because it's not a nice thing. But they have to do it. Sometimes... It's not nice, but, well, we are sorry. This guy has become a risk to the progress of the gospel in this man's life, and he will not repent. He has been praying for him. The, the Lord will just do like this. <laughs> then just, you'll be the one crying. Ah, what happened to Mr. Anjali Koko? He died. Oh, you'll be greeting his wife. Well, uh, the angel will be saying, it's for your sake. <laughs> so why, why, is it, should, why, why shouldn't I pray? Die, die. Because you don't know who they want to kill. You go and kill those God wants to save. Let him decide who is dying. Yeah. I hope you are getting my point. Yes, they are watching over you according to the commandment of God. They carry you. They don't let your foot touch a stone. Listen to me. There are places you have entered into a gutter. An angel just put a foot, a, a hand. You didn't see it. Oh God, I wish you believe this. You didn't see it. You stepped over an angel's hand. You thought it was stone. What, what am I trying to say? You are not alone. In summary, the Lord is with you. Amen. No evil will befall you. Amen. No plague will come near your dwelling place. Amen. The angels of God, they will protect you. Amen. They will guard you. Amen. They will lead you in the path of righteousness. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. They will keep you from all trouble. Amen. According to the commandment of the word of God. Amen. Remember, it is the Lord. Amen. Remember, it is the Lord. Amen. Therefore, you are not afraid. Amen. Therefore, you are not afraid. Amen. Courage is with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, we give you thanks for today. Because in the midst of the storm, in the midst of adversity, we are confident. We are confident. We are confident. Thank you for that spirit of confidence. In the name of Jesus Christ, we prayed. All right, the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. Let's share the grace in fellowship. Because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessing. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the Spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of fruitfulness, multiplication, 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. One more time. This is my season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus Christ. Turn to your neighbor and bless somebody. This is your season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus. One other person. Before you go, tell the person, don't be afraid. Receive courage. It is the Lord. Cheryl, brethren. All right, I'll see you on Saturday.